0: You've got AZ Radio.Live's independent artist spotlight show with today's guest, songwriter, singer, and guitarist, Lois Zozobrado, brought to you by Kirk Studio for the Performing Arts. Kirk's is the Valley's premier studio. Call us or go to Kirkstudio.com. Studio.com. Lois Zozo Brado is self-employed. She's worked at the Actors Youth Theater and the Copper Star Repertoire Company. She went to Perry High School in Gilbert, Arizona, lists herself as a singer, songwriter, musician, and dancer. She performs her music all around the valley and is promoting her unplugged EP entitled People I Knew. Check it out on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Lois Zozo Brado. Hey
1: everyone. Congratulations, Los. <laughs> Thank
0: you, you. You have albums you're on YouTube. You have in well, you're working on endorsements. You are attending ASU this fall. What can you tell us about all that?
2: Oh my gosh, where do I even start? So, mm-hmm. like he said, I'm 18 years old. I just graduated from Perry High School. Um, class of 2018. I'm going to be going to ASU for marketing. And then hopefully I'm dreaming of going to Belmont University in Tennessee. It has been my dream to study music business there. And then, you know, we'll see. I really want to be a songwriter um, when I'm older, as well as work in the music business, kind of behind the scenes a little bit, as well as, you know, doing what I'm doing doing what I'm doing now, which is, you know, performing around the valley and things like that. Well, so
0: I'm a dreamer. Absolutely. And you attended Berkeley to actually write, you know, study writing.
2: Yeah. So I actually did a week summer intensive um, for songwriting two years ago. While wow, I That feels so, so long ago, but it was super fun. Um, basically, we stayed in their dorms. We lived like a Berkeley student. We went to classes. We had our lunch breaks. I had two roommates, which are awesome. Um, they're actually attending Berkeley School of Music right now. Um,
0: well, you're taking a different so, approach. Yeah. yeah, you're going to ASU and you're going to study uh, marketing.
2: Yeah, so actually, it really wasn't the intended goal that I had. Actually, this year I. Tried to get into Berkeley School of Music, and I did get in, which is awesome, and I really wanted to go there. But, you know, I was thinking maybe staying in-state because I had a scholarship was a better option get those prereqs out of the way. My grandma recently died. My sister had surgery, so it was kind of a better decision to stay here. Uh, especially for my uh, parents and my
0: sister absolutely and berkeley is like a hundred thousand a year something like that i I think it's like around 60 a lot of money
2: (laughs) yeah and so uh, even though i really wanted to go to berkeley or belmont this year um i chose to go in state
0: does berkeley offer scholarships
2: uh berkeley actually does but it's more performance based Mm -hmm. um i didn't they rarely give out scholarships like when you're um, admitting um, that's what i at least heard i was talking to a few berkeley students at the summer intensive um but it's very rare so
0: just wondering because yeah. I, I haven't heard much about scholarships to berkeley so yeah. i know they're expensive but it's tough to go there because of the expense we know some people going there paul Avram's going there um who else went to, i met a sound man um, at a club, Joe's Grotto. He's a graduate of Berkeley. Oh wow! These, they know their stuff. They're they're oh, great.
2: Oh yeah! If you definitely, if anyone here is listening and they want to go to Berkeley School of Music, definitely check it out. It's very competitive, but no matter what, still audition, still audition. I really didn't know if I was going to get it or not, and I got in. I was really really happy. Um, it was exciting, and I'm hoping to re- reapply next year.
0: That's an honor that you were accepted by. Mm-hmm. It okay now we've got some some songs for you um new york city is your first performance song
2: awesome so oh sorry i was just gonna
0: say what can you say about new york city
2: oh uh (laughs) um so this is off my album not people i knew this is off of my album sunshine boulevard which is available to you with apple music itunes reverb nation youtube check it out um this is just one of the favorites that a lot of people ask for and it's a little bit different live so here it is
1: Ain't having fun I feel a moving in slow motion The sleepy town, it's brought me down And left me with the same frustrations All I need to do is close my eyes Takes me far away to paradise Broadway under my feet makes me just the life that I I wanna be with the light, sing my breath away.
0: So Zobrato, have you ever been in New York City yet?
2: Too many times, actually. Um, Oh,
0: that's great! I used
2: to do theater when I was younger, and I would always go to Broadway shows. Um, see my family there, who actually lives like near Central Park. Um, I would always do like um theater workshops. So before they actually release the script for the public to do, like for kids to do, I would do the
0: workshop. Wow. You did mention that as part of your, um, was that the Copper Star repertoire company?
2: Um, So Copper Star is actually in Arizona. It is not a company anymore. Oh, okay. But um, you recently said that Actors Youth Theater, I was involved in Actors Youth Theater um, for a while too. About half of my life, I started when I was probably about 10 years old or maybe a little bit older, we're not sure. Mm -hmm. But let's just say 10 years old. I did theater to kind of, help me get over my fear of stage fright.
0: Yep. And you know, I just want to go back to this because I think that's phenomenal being in New York City and working in theater. You did that, right?
2: Yes, I did. In
0: theater. Wow. And you were what what were you doing at that time with the theater program?
2: Um are you talking about in Arizona or New York? New York. Um New York. So I did um theater workshops um whether if that was a lesson to help me act um Something about singing or even just like dancing workshops to just get to know tap tap, jazz, and ballet is usually kind of the three main dances that you should know when you're going on Broadway. I really dreamed of going to Broadway um when I was younger and then that kind of transitioned later into music and now I'm kinda of stayed put there forever and I think that's gonna be that's gonna be where I'm gonna stay.
0: So when you taught these classes, um in theater, were they, how, long did, how long did those classes last? Was that a year project or a summer project?
2: Um, usually I would go up in the summer, um, maybe do a little workshop for an hour with a Broadway actor or do um, maybe a week-long intensive. It kind of varied. I kind of tried to be diverse in that way and tried to get as many connections and meet as many people as I could.
0: Yeah, and the reason I wanted to present that again? We're talking New York City. We're talking theater. We're talking teaching. Who can put that on their resume? You know what? You're in the, big, the most successful city in the world, the most artistic city in the world for theater, mm-hmm. and you were teaching there. That was awesome.
2: Yeah. It was It was really fun. Now, I you say your music it. is
0: pop. Can you tell us about your sound and your inspiration for creating your music, and what impression are you trying to make with the world with your music
2: so actually i at first i put pop because you know that's for me it's very generic and that's what i was (laughs) like okay yeah i wanted to be a pop artist and then as i started kind of songwriting more after sunshine boulevard i kind of transitioned into the americana genre because i kind of loved mixing different genres together um like on this album when you hear people i knew unplugged it's very um indie rock and then it can go into very contemporary and then it goes into flamenco way which is totally different from all the other songs so right now i would say my genre for sure is either indie rock or americana that's the main thing cool. and oh
0: well, i was just gonna say um your earlier album sunset what is it boulevard sunset, sunshine boulevard sunshine and yeah, we talked about that that's a little different sound
2: yeah it's a little bit more pop sounding oh it's
0: country Really? Oh, yeah. When I heard that, I heard country influences. But, you wow. know, not, not hardcore country, but I thought you were kind of thinking about country music, but then, you know, your latest EP is a little more, like you said, alternative and indie-ish. Kind of, yeah. But, you know, I I mean, were you influenced at all by the country sound when you did the Sunshine Boulevard? Um, though?
2: Sunshine Boulevard, not at all. Actually, really? wow. I was a very, very new songwriter. I told my mom, you know, hey... Um, I love writing songs, but I don't know where to start. And so we started working with someone on this album, and it was kind of like co write basically. And he would teach me how to really songwrite mm-hmm. um, while we were making the album. So if you notice, some of the songs are better than others. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of the progression. So well, that's an evolution. Be- yeah. Yeah. From begin again to graffiti it later is very much the order of how we made the songs. Um, it was very much the evolution of my songwriting. And yeah. then when you listen to people I knew it's, it's totally me, no co-writing at all. It's just me. And there's a big, um, difference between the two,
0: the skate key song. I got my key. Skate oh, key. brand new key. Brand by, new key. Is yeah. that, did you write that?
2: No, that was by Melanie. I just did a cover of it.
0: Okay. Cool song. Thank you. <laughs> I had to ask, did you write that? um, didn't they feature that same song on, like, America's Got Talent? I mean, I thought I saw a clip. It sounded kind of like that. I went, oh, wow, she wrote a song like that. Yeah. Um, I just heard a clip on social media. I went, that is really a good song. And it <laughs> sounded like that. And I went, wow.
2: There have been covers of um, Brand New Key. It's by Melanie, obviously. So you've that's probably how you've, how you've heard it. It has been on America's Got Talent. It has been on The Voice. I'm pretty sure in Europe some girl did it. Um, but it's been around, and I... Wanted to mix this album with some covers, um, just to for people to get familiar. Like, oh my gosh, I love that song, and then yeah. they listen to it, and good hopefully song. they go into the originals. That Absolutely, I
0: and you know what? I thought you wrote it, so that shows that it's as good as the stuff you're writing. <laughs> Thank your you. stuff is as good as they're they're writing. So we thought you wrote that. So good stuff. Well, we've got paper planes. Why can you tell us about paper planes?
2: Um, so the album "People I Knew" is about people I knew and. Paper Planes is based on a friend that I knew. She was going down a rough patch, and she started kind of looking towards boys as like a way out, I guess, or like a release. And I didn't really like that, and so I kind of drifted away. And I wrote this song of kind of I wish I could say this to her, but I
0: can't. Oh wow! <laughs> so this was, is deep. Wow. Yeah. All right. Does she live in Phoenix or?
2: Uh, yeah, she lives. Um, she lives in Phoenix.
0: Well, are you? Do you communicate with this friend at all anymore?
2: Uh, no, I don't.
0: Well, um, if she listens to the show, will she know you wrote this for her?
2: Probably not, because okay. there well, have been other friends that I've seen that okay. are in the same boat as her.
0: Okay.
1: Push you off the curb.
0: paper planes yes all paper planes by lois zozobrado in our ongoing quest for making a difference in the world and trying to get through a 45 minute show without a complete disaster this is this week's music news are you ready for this
2: yeah i'm totally ready you
0: can can chime in anytime you want on this sure the howling tongues is you ever hear of the howling tongues no i've definitely not well they're based out of atlanta Sure. And they're saying they're preparing for their national tour this fall, and they want to let you all know that you can log on to their, you Google them, and on their, I think it's their website, you let them know what city you want to hear them in, and what venue, and they'll do their best to play in your city. Kind of cool. Instagram, you know, go to Instagram, and you'll see that. KSPA artist Madison Holmes can be seen this Sunday, July 15th from 11 to 2 p.m. for a Sunday brunch and rose all day at the living room DC Ranch Catcher Show. And anything Dad? <laughs> this um, is boring when I just say it myself.
2: Awesome. Well, <laughs> starring <laughs> Lois Ozebrado performing at the Men with Experiencing Arizona excellent, show. Excellent. Excellent.
0: Uh, 1 to 2 p.m.
2: on awesome. Saturday and Sunday.
0: Mm-hmm. And Saturday, July 21st. These bands are playing Bands Nothing on the Moon, Broken Girls from Affluence Backgrounds, New Chums, and 113 have a show Saturday, July 21st at the Rebel Lounge. The show starts at 7 p.m., and if you don't know where the Rebel Lounge is, then ask Mom and Dad, mention the mason jar. And has anyone heard Weezer's version of Africa by the 80s supergroup Toto?
2: I have not, but I know of Weezer, and I know of Toto, mm-hmm. and I know that song.
0: Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, I
2: know everything, but I don't know.
0: Oh, you know Africa. Know. You've heard Africa.
2: Yeah, I didn't know they co- they covered it
0: though. Yeah, well, they listened to a fan, and one of their fans said, "You should cover Africa by Toto." And Africa, as you know, is one of the most well-known songs in the world mm-hmm. by a group from the '80s. So, and Weezer had the coolness. You know, Weezer is kind of hip, as far as you know. They're still hip. Yeah. Although they've been around 20 years, but they're really successful right now. Successful. So they decided, all right, we're going to take our hipness and cover a song we hear in the mall. It's really cool. So listen to the 93.3. Oh, listen. So anyway, lastly, this is, okay, this is our attempt at humor. Ready for this? Sure. Okay. Are you sure? Uh. You're one that's not, I, you, you have a lot of things to say, so are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Lastly, and all due do respect in all due respect to Phoenix legend Walt Richardson, we have decided not to announce his name so often because we totally respect his artistry and support. We will not be saying his name, Walt Richardson, in our shows in our efforts to refrain from saying his name, Walt Richardson. Thank you, Walt Richardson, for helping us create a show. So, Aww. no, we're going to well, trust awesome. him. We're going to say Walt Richardson in the future, oh, but I th- sometimes we say his name a lot and I thought, well, maybe we should... Not say his name so much, so I thought I'd say that. Sort of saying we're not going to say anymore. And you notice I said his name like 10 times in that saying we're not. Okay, you got the joke? Ah, okay, I don't need to explain it. And that's it. That's our music news. Now you can always say, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oh, there we are. There we are. Now we have another song. It is People I Knew. People I Knew. Now this is the title song off the EP.
2: Yeah. Uh, can I feel- tell the story? Absolutely. That one? Okay, awesome. So one of my good friends, Cannon, um, being my nosy self and I'm very talkative and outgoing, if you cannot tell at all, um, he said to me one time, I asked him a question that I was bugging him about it and he's like, Lois, you don't need to know everything. There's a bliss in not knowing everything. Um, just you wait, blah, 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 blah. And I uh, was like, yeah, whatever. It's definitely not going to come back to me, blah, blah, blah. And I think after I ended uh, my first relationship, I began some of my friends kind of told me some things and i was like okay i really did not need to know that and so that's kind of when i wrote that um kind of was thinking of that song and this is about basically even anyone who knows someone who seems very perfect but they're actually not and uh, to not just be quick to judge so this is people i knew
1: to and live in large exciting marquees and concrete walls didn't mind to take the time to see these pretty pictures in this gallery look at the frame with the bright eyed girl with the straight aches, the potential to do great things she gave her body to a magazine lies in every scene. Don't be fooled by the perfection that you see. The people I knew weren't as perfect as they seem. Walked upon a portrait of a man Standing by a fancy car I didn't realize the Riding on the wall Depression hit this quarterback real hard The genius man with the drunkest lungs The handsome boy with the hidden ugly past The skinny girl with insecurity. People weren't as perfect as they seem. Maybe there's a place to not knowing everything.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Future guests on the Spotlight Show are next week. KSPA student Brooke Polly will be in the studio on July 19th. Our show moves to 5 p.m. July 25th with singer-songwriter Sean Royer, and starting our fall season August 2nd is singer-guitarist songwriter Sandy Hathaway. You've had to heard of her. No. Oh, you will. All right. So now, let's talk about this because we t- we spoke of this earlier, and I think it's a very good attribute and strength and a good message to um, younger people of this nation. And actually, I think it's a good statement or idea for even adults. So, one thing I noticed was your strength. Very strong. And you mentioned that you became a strong person through an evolution. And uh, can you tell us why you're so strong? What made you strong and why others should believe in themselves and be as strong?
2: Um, so I started out as a very talkative person when I was a baby and then you go through those awkward moments of elementary school and because I was bullied, that really was just difficult because I was kind of trying to find who you are, and that's you know what humans do. And when you're being made fun of for being different, it really just degrades you and you think that you're not the best. and you almost think that it's not okay to be yourself, which is totally, totally wrong. Um, I lost confidence, I had stage fright. And my mom and my parents, um, thank goodness for them being the strongest people that they are and that I know, they were telling me, you know, you have a gift from God, which is your music, and it needs to be shared, and I think this will help you with public speaking and being comfortable with others. You can make friends by sharing your talents, and I never bought that for one second. Uh, So um, as I grew up, they kind of made me practice singing in front of friends and family and I kind got, of got used to it. I Even though I cried on stage sometimes or I would have to wear sunglasses or something, I developed more as a strong person and I developed more um, as an artist. And once you kind of gain confidence, you almost think you're like on top of the world. And then, you know, someone has to say, oh, that's not right. Or, oh, you're never going to be this or that. And over time, um, being 18 now, I've realized that people are going to say that no matter what you're doing or no matter if you're what process in life you are and so you just kind of have to either ignore it and say, you know, I don't care, I'll be myself and you're not going to stop me or you know, just kind of fall for it and believe them and n- not move on, you know. I always believe that the world's going to always move, but are you ready to to move with it?
0: Great message. And that's what we're trying to do with this show. Actually say something. Thank you, Loss. So you've got another song, Heart and Arrow. Yes. What, you want to talk about this to set it up?
2: Um, I think this is pretty self-explanatory.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's talk about that. When I hear Heart and Arrow, you know, of course, I think of a heart with an arrow through it. Oh, yeah. Pain, heartbreak. Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: All right. That's exactly what it is. It's one of those songs. And this one has a little country vibe because um, my mentor, Cindy Standage, is a country singer, and I was like, I always told myself I wasn't going to be in country. I wasn't going to write a country song, blah, 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 blah. And uh, look where I am now.
1: <laughs> My dear Cupid, I blame you for this lie. No lies, no Google. Arrow in the tree Tree in the tree. Well, thanks for the comments, guys, I see them.
0: Thank you. Yep. Cool ending. Thanks. Now let's talk about. Um, you've recorded this music. You used uh, studio musicians. Um, what was that like? Actually, getting the song, these songs recorded. I mean, do people realize how difficult it is to? write music, record it, get the engineers, all that. Can you tell us about that?
2: Um, it's definitely a process. It depends on um, the producer, who you're working with. But how I did it for this album was I would go into the studio and we would work, well, at least I, w- I would work with um, this amazing guitarist named Drew Hall. He's really awesome. He plays local. He plays with um Blaine Long. You'll see him with him a lot. But um, I worked with him, and he kind of was like, "Okay, Lois, this is. Uh, do you like how this song is? And maybe we should do this and that. And um, these are the chords because I'm not really good at chording my own songs. Um, I'm working on it. <laughs> well. But we work together, and then he would kind of cor- um, do his own like chord sheet so we can record a demo or a scratch vocal. Where he would go in, play the music first, and then I would sing it, and then we would." do all the songs, uh, show it to the musicians that we wanted, and then they would listen to it. Um, And then later on, maybe a few weeks, we would go back in the studio. I would record the masters and the musicians would come in and have already listened to the scratch vocals and kind of add their little twist to it and make it the song that it is. Um, Of course, um, I would work with Sean Cooney and Cindy Standage um, to kind of like help develop that song into what it is. I always had kind of a say in how I want it to be. So it wasn't just the musicians do their own thing and then there, that's it, that's final. Um, I would always really love to chime in and work with them. And even though I didn't get to be in there when they recorded, um, I would always say, oh, what if if we did this or I like this or I don't like this. And um, it was very, I was very involved in the process and that's what I loved about it
0: nice creative process that's you just described the creative process you know there's uh somebody's gotta have the final say you somebody has to have the vision you have to have artists allow them creativity you have to have the experts to record it you you know when we listen to your music it all came together on that so
2: yeah it was definitely a magical feeling when you finally hear the song that you wrote really just um come to life
0: and we always ask is it radio ready is it radio ready and we, what we mean by that does it sound good is it written is it a three-minute song you know the basics and a lot of people can't get that mm-hmm. so cool now let's talk about you we're gonna slow it down in pr sure i'm down <laughs> all right and here's the questions dun, dun,
2: dun. Uh,
0: what do you know about the band casey and cisco Nothing. Zero. Never Are you heard serious? Of oh, my gosh. Well, okay. This has happened before, where I would go to their Facebook page, and this is listed as your favorite band. Wait, what is it? Casey and c i s c o. So, we can move to the next one.
2: Yeah, I'm okay. so sorry. Maybe, yeah, so maybe when I was younger, I've had this page for four years, Whoa, okay. and so it probably changed and i can't remember them okay
0: what's this about harry potter night (laughs) this may be four years ago too so harry potter night yeah you um were going somewhere and it's based on it's called a harry potter night.
2: oh um yeah okay so my friend um cynthia hardy she's awesome um she invited me to harry potter night and uh it's in july and i was kind of interested in going even though I'm a musician, I still like to be a regular 18 year old and go to kind of crazy events. And even though I'm not a big on the books for Harry Potter, I'm very big on the movies. And I thought that would be kind of fun to go to. Um, I I don't even I haven't checked it out really yet, but I just saw Harry Potter night and I said interested in going. Very
0: neat. It. So. It's a cultural thing. Harry everyone knows Harry Potter.
2: Yeah, and it's like their anniversary or something. Like that 15th anniversary, I think.
0: Now you're part of the family fun. Family fun. It's called Family Fun Chandler. Are yes. You, are you?
2: What is that? Um, so I live in Chandler actually, and I was looking for different groups again to kind of find different events and learn about people and just to really know about the community. I think as a marketer and even as a person of business, um, music business especially, is kind of know your audience and kind of know. Um, what they like, what they don't like, um, what people do in Chandler—it's really booming right now, especially Gilbert and Chandler area. And so, so I don't know. I always like the buzz, and I always um, want to do fun things and be involved.
0: Is it a is it a is it a networking organization? Is it a community community based um, family? I, you know, because um, you mentioned networking, it's like
2: and, a community based group. Uh, any person in Chandler can join. I'm pretty sure.
0: And I, it's yeah. for families, and it's fun. Uh, family fun, Chandler. I, I really that. think
2: anyone in Chandler who wants to be involved in the group can join it, even if you're not in Chandler, but it's just, just, some,
0: well, uh, just know, a community group. You know what they say when they say that? It's family values and mm-hmm. fun. So that kind of screens out some of the people. Yeah. All right. And lastly, what do you think of your brand name, Lois Zozo Because Zozo is a very strong name. When you see that printed out, we see Zozo you know, Z-O-Z-O. Have you tune into that like some people have stage names and are you aware of that that it's a very strong sounding name?
2: (laughs) So actually at first um, my mom really liked how celebrities had their own like stage name and when I was young my mom wanted to protect me and I was like mom if you're going to be in this business you can't be private but I followed her and we actually had so many stage names I had Scout First S-K-O-U-T and then I had Zoel, Z-O-E-E-L-E, Wow! and then I kind of was like, you know, I'm mm-hmm. almost a, an adult now, a young adult, and I want to use my name if I'm writing these songs. I don't <sighs> want it to be Zoel or Scout. Mm-hmm. When people go to shows, they're not here to see Zoel Scout. No, they're here to see Lois O'Zobrado, and that's who I am, and that's what I want to be, and... My mom finally um said you know that makes sense um okay let's do that and so um Lois Ozebrado is my name and that is my brand and so it's going to stay that way forever
0: I think you'll agree that was a great move (laughs) yeah oh man I mean you've heard stories of like John Cougar and I mean he's from the 80s and artists that change their names and they change it back and But, man, you're starting out right, (laughs) Regan. And you said, um, that's where I'm at. What's not where you're at, it's where you're going. Um, And I see, you know, a great determination on Lois's (laughs) Obrado.
2: Yeah, I'm a girl with drive, girl with the pink boots. That's how everyone knows me. Um, So what I'm planning to do right now, I'm working at the Chandler Chamber of Commerce, having a great time doing their internship. I'm kind of working on their Chandler 100 project. Um, Hopefully I can do that until college starts meeting as many people as I know in Tempe, trying to kind of get in that um, Tempe-Phoenix community more um, than Chandler and um, Scottsdale. Even though um, I love Scottsdale and Chandler, but I just want to branch out before I go to Nashville, hopefully attending Belmont University and doing music business. Hopefully I can get some more um, writing done, more covers under my belt, uh, just more in my resume and
0: repertoire. Well, that's phenomenal. And we're behind you 100%. What Thank have you released... Until you get signed, you know, and we can't play your music, give it to us and we'll play it all the time, sure. and we'll have you on the show as much as you're in town and want to be on the show. Great message. So we've got except my own. That's your last song that you want to do on your show.
2: Yes, um, this is probably one of my favorite songs.
0: Why did you choose us to be to follow? You know, be the last song of your show.
2: Um, because I want everyone to know who's um tuning in. Hey guys, or who's watching. Uh, Just to know to really follow your own dreams, because um, I know a lot of people, especially now knowing some college students and some more adults um, as I grow up, kind of realize that they always say, like, oh, I work here, and then they're not happy, and then they're like, oh, my dad wanted me to do this, or my parents forced me to do this, and my mom and my marketing teacher were both those kind of people who kind of followed what their parents or kind of was really into the making the money a priority and because you know that's how we live we need money to live um and not really concentrating on the happiness aspect of it and so i wrote this song kind of based on um specifically my marketing teacher mr Ling, but also kind of a little bit of my mom too
0: that's lois except my own on az live
1: Be the highlight Of someone's day See the world From outer space God knows that i go get her So I'll stop Chasing dreams Except my
0: Sozo thank you for being our guest on the Independent Arts Spotlight Show, where you can be at, we know you're at the MIM.
2: Oh, thanks. And <laughs> the Grand. Yes, the MIM and the Grand.
0: Tomorrow, the Grand.
2: Tomorrow, the Grand, 9 to 11, and then the MIM from 1 to 2, both days on Saturday and Sunday.
0: And July 14th for the MIM. AZRadio.Live is brought to you by Kirk Studio for the Performing Arts. If you want the pros to teach you or your family, think KirkStudio.com. Tune in next week when our guest will be KSPA student, Brooke Polly. Okay, Lois, we're out of here. Ready? One. doesn't look like you're ready to say this. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Okay, Lois, we're out of here. One.
1: Three. See, see ya! ya.